like crazy music He don't like rocking bands He just wanna go to a movie show And sit there holding hands just a square Baby, I don't care I don't know why my heart flips I only know it does I wonder why I love you, baby I guess it's just because you're so square Baby, I don't care You don't know any dance steps that I do I only know I love you Like I do, I do, I do Hey, 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 good morning, Monday morning, uh, Orange's Pop Music and Poetry, coming at you from downtown Youngstown, where we got quite a bit of snow. That's right, so I apologize for my tardiness, I was removing snow, but I'm here and uh, delighted to be here, would not miss it, would brave the elements for you, listener, to be able to read to you. This is Buddy Holly. You're so square, baby. We don't care, and that's what we're at. What we're like here at Golden String Radio. We uh, we want you to be more square. I'm gonna read to you. That's what we do here at Oranges. Read your poems and then play your music. See you in a bit. All right, we're gonna start. Apparently, simply. But there's more depth to it. Um, I'm reading Matthew Zapruder, Z-A-P-P as in Patrick, Z-A-P-R-U-D-E-R, Why Poetry. And uh, he's got a great section on William Carlos Williams. Um, he uses the word baffled. Um, William Carlos Williams' poems are so simple that they baffle people. Um, if you would just read them in one sentence, they don't seem stellar, but uh, they are. And a lot of it has to do with how it's read and how it's written, how he breaks up the poem, and how he really um, encounters an ordinary moment and makes it suddenly feel significant. And how many times in life do we encounter ordinary things is there poetry there? A lot of times, yes. You've got to really think about it or just describe it. Let it be. But have an encounter with an ordinary moment. I don't know. Sometimes you get a feeling of great importance from an ordinary moment. And that's a lot of what poetry tries to do, is get great importance out of ordinary things. So really quickly, here we go. So much depends upon a red wheel barrow glazed with rain water beside the white chickens red 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 at red wheel barrel red shoes old string radio
Oranges, pop music and poetry. Jimmy Sutman here, R.E.M.'s finest work song. So that poem by William Carlos Williams about the red wheelbarrow um, just gathering rain by the white chickens. Yeah, it catches just a moment in time. And I think Mr. William Carlos Williams was, was a city man. And for him, it symbolized... Um, Bucolic nature, pastoral things, a break from the big city, um, and that uh, we have to focus on the simple things, and if we do, we'll find a lot more peace than always trying to find difficulty or double meanings or hidden meanings in things. You got to take a deep breath and not worry about it so much. Played you. Elvis Costello, the angels want to wear my red shoes. Obviously, the red was the tie-in from the wheelbarrow and the shoes. And I also think that William Carlos Williams was taking a break from his poetry work, but also his medical work, because uh, he was a doctor. And so, R.E.M.'s finest work song. That's what you get, listener. That's what you get. You're listening to Jimmy Zutman. This is from Willa Cather. You know that she's one of my top three favorite authors. Um, you may not know about her too much, and people think that she's so antiquated. Um, she was born in Virginia in 1873, but grew up in Nebraska. Many of her novels are set in that area, including The Professor's House, which was brilliant. Um, she actually taught in Pittsburgh, which is near Youngstown, Ohio. Um, she died in 47 in New York City. So she, you know, spent some time, significant time in a lot of different places which pepper her works, and uh, it's pretty cool. At the end, our professor, Napoleon St. Peter, feels he's at the end of his life, and he has a lot to say about it in the final chapter, which I found shocking. Um, I just finished it up yesterday. But I'll read you one important paragraph right now. But now that the vivid consciousness of an earlier state had come back to him, the professor felt that life with this Kansas boy, little as there had been of it, was the realest of his lives, and that all the years between had been accidental and ordered from the outside. His career, his wife, his family were not his life at all but a chain of events which had happened to him. All these things had nothing to do with the person he was in the beginning. The man he was now, the personality his friends knew, had begun to grow strong during adolescence, during the years when he was always consciously or unconsciously conjugating the verb to love and society and solitude with people, with books, with the sky and open country, and the lonesomeness of crowded city streets. When he met Lillian, it reached its maturity. From that time to this, existence had been a catching at handholds. One thing led to another, and one development brought on another, and the design of his life had been the work of this secondary social man, the lover. It had been shaped by all the penalties and responsibilities of being and having been a lover. Because there was Lillian, there must be marriage and a salary. Because there was marriage, there were children. Because there were children, and fervor in the blood and brain, 
books were born as well as daughters. His histories he was his, his histories he was convinced had no more to do with his original ego than his daughters had. They were a result of the high pressure of young manhood.
Ayo, Ayo. This is Sid O'Malley. This is Sid O'Malley. This is Sid O'Malley. Hey, y'all. Hey, boy, what's up? What's happening, Sid? You're listening to Golden String Radio, right? Hey, what's up, man?
Who challenged my soldier mother? Nobody. Who kept house for her and fended off the world? My father. Who suffered most from her oppressions? My sister. Who went out into the world to right its wrongs? My sister. Who became bitter when the world didn't listen? My sister. Who challenged my soldier sister? Nobody. Who grew up and saw all of this and recorded it and kept wondering how to solve it but couldn't? Guess who?
look at it you can look at this snowy winter weather this february 1st 2021 in a negative light or you could stay quite positive it is beautiful i mean look how white it is uh, in contrast to the sooty bricked buildings of downtown youngstown it is illuminating to say the least it is shockingly white and uh Yes, you can complain about the ice on your windshield and how slow the traffic is flowing on your way to places A and B, but or you can take a deep breath and you can relax. You could say, I want to find peace in these breaths that I'm taking, and you can enjoy uh, the pleasures that uh, driving is a pleasure. You know, we work with folks with disabilities that dream of driving and they'll never realize that dream due to physical disability or mental disability. You get to drive, listener. I mean, there is pleasure in that. Take pleasure. Find pleasure in these little things and be grateful for what we have. Um, Hope you enjoyed Mr. Sid O'Malley's promo. What's up, man? Those of you that know Sid, there's a lot of personality there. Um... Morrissey is okay by himself. Of course he is. Nick Lowe is born fighting like William Stafford. That poem was a William Stafford. Um, He's left holding the sack. The shins are fighting in that sack. Um, Check them out, especially if uh, you're into that uh, Wilco kind of thing. That's a pretty cool group. we got another one of those groups coming up after... A poem which is not boring. We love non-boring things and people here at Orange's Pop Music and Poetry and Golden String Radio. Um, this is a cool poetry book, Star with Map, Star Map with Action Figures by Carl Phillips, who's a professor at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. This is entitled My Monster. This hill, even if a small one, this hill with us and the dog, The same dog forever moving shadow-like down it to where the hill disappears. For, some of a winter long ago, back when empathy still seemed a form of love, more static maybe, less steep, but just as complicated, I stayed in a small house, cabin-like, but no cabin, at the end of a pier that jutted out into a harbor the way piers do. It was January. Why... So, this quiet, he used to ask in his language. I barely knew his language. I'd turn him over, and there was sex or not then, and there was sleeping after. At night as I lay in bed, the whole place would rock, mostly gently, which was the tide finding higher shore again, or sometimes the wind making rough with water, as was the case one particular night when it was snowing snowing over the sea and windy. 
I know resemblance is not equation. I know equivalence doesn't mean translation. I say there was a wind, and that's how often I remember it. But tonight it almost seems the night must have been windless. I remember the steady vertically, the steady verticality with which the snow fell, falling into the sea. I'd turn him over. I barely knew him. Why so this quiet? The crown looks good on you. The veil does too. When you lift the veil, the future's everything you've wished for. Jimmy Sutman, Oranges, Pop Music and Poetry, where we read you poetry and play you music. We love you. It's going to be a great day. As the winter winds litter London with lonely hearts Oh, the warmth in your eyes swept me into your arms Was it love or fear of the cold that led us through the night? For every kiss your beauty trumped my doubt And my
appreciate Jimi Hendrix, but I really do love him more as a pop artist than his heavier stuff. This is a great example. Waterfall's another good one. GSR, Oranges Pop Music and Poetry. by Margaret Atwood. Winter, time to eat fat and watch hockey. In the pewter mornings, the cat, a black fur sausage with yellow Houdini eyes, jumps up on the bed and tries to get onto my head. It's his way of telling whether or not I'm dead. If I'm not, he wants to be scratched. If I am, he'll think of something. He settles on my chest, breathing his breath of burped-up meat and musty sofas, purring like a washboard. Some other tomcat, not yet a capon, 
has been spraying our front door, declaring war. It's all about sex and territory, which are what will finish us off in the long run. Some cat owners around here should snip a few testicles. If we wise hominids were sensible, we'd do that too, or eat our young like sharks. But it's love that does us in, over and over again. He shoots, he scores, and famine crouches in the bed sheets, ambushing the pulsing eider down, and the wind chill factor hits thirty below, and pollution pours out of our chimneys to keep us warm. February, month of despair, with a skewered heart in its center. I think dire thoughts and lust for french fries with a splash of vinegar. Cat, enough of your greedy whining and your small pink bumhole. Off my face, you're the life principle more or less. So get going on a little optimism around here. Get rid of death. Celebrate increase. Make it be spring.
Yeah, I know that sounds like just John Fogarty, and it is, but he hid under the guise of the Blue Ridge Rangers in 1973. Maybe record contracts prohibited him from doing a solo album because he had just broken up with Creedence Clearwater Revival. I don't know. Casey Kasem told me all about it this past weekend on 70s at 7XM. Go to rags, go to riches. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Though my pockets may be empty I'd be a millionaire Just like Elton (laughs) My clothes may still be torn and tattered But in my heart I'd still be king Your love is all that ever matters It's everything So open your arms And you'll open the door To every treasure Hoping for Hold me and kiss me And tell me you're mine Evermore Must I forever be a beggar Whose golden dreams will not come true Or will I go from rags to riches My fate is up to you I forever be a beggar Whose golden dreams will not come true Or will I go from rags to riches My fate is up to This is Jimmy Sutman, and I listen to GoldenStringRadio.org in my black and red Playboy robe, bringing comfort to my ears, mind, and body. I suggest you try listening in your robe, too. GoldenStringRadio.org. Fluffy and velvety, like my robe. Waterfall 
The actual title of that song is May This Be Love. I teased you or misled you. Misled, that's a great song by Cool and the Gang, by the way. Off the Emergency album, Jimmy Sutman's preteen years. Speaking of Jimmy Sutman, this is me, Jimmy Sutman. We are on Orange's Pop Music and Poetry, where we read you poems, and then we play music that ties into the poetry. I thank you and Golden String for allowing me to do this on Monday mornings, especially snowy Monday mornings, especially the first Mondays of months, such as today, February 1, in the year of our Lord, 2020. Groundhog Day tomorrow. Hope you enjoy yourself and eat yourself a groundhog. Here's a poem. By Faith Sheeran, entitled A Strange Rain. I felt differently about the world when I learned it could rain animals. 
Frogs have fallen on picnics and city streets, their wet bodies as unexpected as forgiveness. No one knows for sure how it happens, tornadoes, invisible winds. But the most unexpected things have dropped from a clear and ordinary afternoon. Jellyfish in England, spiders in Argentina, worms in Louisiana. Even money has fallen. 16th century coins in the streets of modern Russia. 2,000 marks rained down on a pair of clergymen in Germany. Several poor British schoolchildren found themselves in a flurry of cash, their hands filled with enough to buy chocolates. Even the sky has secrets, though it hangs above us like something obvious and knowable. Even the sky is surprising. It's not just the wallpaper for the sun or moon, not just the darkness behind the stars. It's way too late.
strange i am strange hopefully you are strange you are square baby you are square and we don't care oranges pop music and poetry jimmy sutman your dj on golden string radio the last poem i'm going to read you today is by james tate it's entitled dear reader are you ready are you ready sharon jones is going to back me up here we go dear reader I am trying to pry open your casket with this burning snowflake. I'll give up my sleep for you. This freezing sleet keeps coming down and I can barely see. If this trick works, we can rub our hands together. Maybe start a little fire with our identification papers. I don't know, but I'll keep working, working. Half hating you, half eaten by the moon. Oh yeah! It's gonna be a great Monday! Something told me inside that your love was untrue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 